Kate, is what we do for the next two hours. My name is Ashraf Garda. Welcome to the show. You know the story. If you're listening in, you just have to tweet me using hashtag media show. We need to pick up a trend of discussion all throughout the show. So tweet. If you're tweeting accurately with regard to the guests, we will retweet you. However, if you wish to tweet your own comments, and in fact, if we do both, Absolutely great. So, media show, and then tweet at Ashraf Gandhi or SFM Radio uh, all throughout the next hours. And we've got some great things to talk about, indeed, including that uh, SA Breweries Be the Mentor advertising campaign. It's been running for a good few months, in fact, but we certainly want to talk about that as well. However, let's start with something, considering I've said I'm on the air and you need to tweet, and in fact, I've just summed up exactly what that first topic's all about, isn't it? Which is social media versus traditional media, social versus traditional, when it comes to delivering for your brand, what works best. What are your thoughts about that? So, Teboko Ditsekho is with me, the uh, founder, the owner of Ditsekho Media, and uh, involved in what's it, the, the one young leader, one of the judges there, which has just ended. So, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Hi, Gashif. Good to chat to you again. Good to see you. So, so what's, what's your quick answer? Social versus traditional, what works best? Traditional. Period. That's uh, it. I can show you the door now. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and it's actually not good for me because I run a public relations agency and we have a lot of clients that we help with um, social media management. And we're, we're growing and I think a lot of our growth is within social media. But what I'm going to do with you mm. is I just want to go back and talk about marketing. Marketing is just like architecture. It's, it's a creative um, um, profession, but it's also based on laws. And a lot of people think that there are no laws that go with marketing. And I I want to take you through some of the laws and we back them up with figures um, of political parties, cell phone networks, fast, mover, fast moving consumer goods, television and musicians. So I'll speak to you about um, whether or not social media is working in those industries, um, how much of traditional media is needed for you to move your products and exactly what is the balance that you need to have between social media and traditional media. Okay, so, so before we get to, to those, those figures, are we saying, so, so you're saying in spite of the, the onset of social media and how ubiquitous it has clearly become, right? Uh, I mean, as we're talking, you're on the phone, I'm on the phone, yeah. and that effectively tells you how social we've become, True. besides getting with our normal jobs. You're saying traditional is still, by and large, across most industries holding sway. Yeah, okay. definitely. G- give us some examples. I'll start with political parties and um, running up to our election year, which is uh, the local government elections. And in our previous elections in 2014, um, we had over 18,400,000 voters. And amongst that, the ANC got 11 million, um, the Democratic Alliance got over 4 million, and the EFF got 1.1 million. Mm -hmm. But now look at their social media. The ANC has 609,000 social media users between Twitter and Facebook. And I have a, a bit of a mathematical equation that I say that you will be able to reach 3% of your social media users. And that's based on the data that I've studied from the social media accounts. Is, is that, that a general thing? So if, if I've got, say, uh, in fact, I prob- let's say on, on Twitter, I've got about, say, 36,000 followers. So yeah. in fact... Uh, I should be not even 3,000, probably, well, 1,000 people at any one time. Yeah, and and, and I got that because it's actually 2.89%, so I made it 2.9, but to make it easier, 
I say 3%. And it means that the ANC's reach, if it's 3% of 609,000, is just over 18,000 people on social media. But it's not necessarily that we, we must just play with numbers, because these are individuals. So you have journalists, you have thought leaders, celebrities, and so you are able to keep them abreast, mm. for them to share what you're saying with their audiences. So I'm not saying that it is useless to be on social media, mm, yeah. but I'm just saying that that is not going to be your core strategy. It is going to support your strategy and percentage-wise, I'd still say it's about 10% of your strategy. 90% needs to be traditional be media. Interesting. Yusuf Abramji, of course, um, who I think is, is like an absolute social activist, because, I mean, everybody goes to him to tweet something. Yeah. Uh, he's just tweeted, and I just want to pick it up. Um, uh, let me just find it. Uh, in fact, it's all disappeared, but I think it'll, it'll come to me. In fact, yes, he's saying, don't underestimate the power of social media. It has major impact. I think he's giving an example of uh, maybe the Operation Hydrate, his latest venture, yeah. where it, it, the, the work's done, but it's been driven completely by social media in terms of creating awareness, and then there's been other mainstream media. But, I mean, mo- moving beyond that, yeah. so l- let's get this right. If we're saying that roughly only 10%, uh, no, 3%, sorry, you're saying 3%, yeah of your audience and social media listens to you. But, but isn't it the same applying to other media? For example, if there's an above-the-line campaign um, and you potentially have a 2 million audience, <laughs> it doesn't mean 2 million people are, are watching all the time, or does it? Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that because when it goes to advertisements, there are people who retire to um, the to go make coffee and get some water. Some people even switch off, and some people recorded the show. So when it gets to the advertisement, they're going to fast forward um, all of those ads. So you might reach approximately 20% of the audience, but it doesn't mean that you're going to connect because everybody communicates, mm, but mm. not everybody connects. Now, if you're talking about cell phone networks... South Africa has 80 million cell phone connections, and Vodacom has 31 million subscribers. But on social media, they've got just over 2 million, um, uh, um, an audience of 2 million on mm, social mm, media. Mm, mm, mm. And that means they're going to have a reach of about 28,000. And, you know, that, that is, uh, uh, you know, out of three, 31 million people, um, 28,000 is really small which means that they really rely um, on uh, traditional media. But let's speak about what Yusuf Abramji just said. He's mm. speaking about a corporate social investment campaign. Now, it depends what you want to use social media for. If you want to use it for a CSI campaign, it's brilliant. If you're a small business, it's brilliant. If it's for customer service, brilliant. And also, if you want to use it as a launching pad for some of your brands, it's good because it's affordable, you're able to reach a large audience, but if you're fast-moving consumer goods, it's not going to work, because Coca-Cola has over 1.7 billion servings a day, but on social media, they have a 100 million, um, uh, an audience of 100 million. That is very small compared to how many people they have to reach so, so, on a so daily why, basis. why would that be different? Before, before you answer, let me just as well invite callers. You know the story. As for always, if you come on short, sharp, quick calls, stay on the topic. Uh, in terms of the discussion, when it comes to delivering, and this is key, not for you personally, but delivering on your, for your brand. So whatever brand it is you want to push, what is the best option, social media or traditional media? My guest is uh, Tebokho Ditsecho, the, uh, the owner of Ditsecho Media, uh, talking about that. Okay, so, so you, you gave about five examples of what works best, what's right 
uh, for, for certain categories. Yeah. And then you gave the Coca-Cola. So, so why is it not right for Coke? Why, why would it not be that this global company with this global resource already got this big market then is, is not as effective on social media versus traditional, but all the other categories you gave are? They can be more effective on traditional media if they use it right, if they're using it for the right purpose. Now, the purpose should be to show what they're doing for the community, which means adding character to their personality and, and showing the people what they're doing to give back, but not necessarily selling their products. I mean, Apple doesn't have a social media account. And if you're going to use it for Coca-Cola, um, what's important for you is to be in the people's minds constantly which is why they still advertise regularly. But it's not necessarily to go on social media and to remind people about your product. It's more about being on social media so that you can do customer service, make them aware of your CSI programs, and perhaps some of these brand activations that they could do for their various campaigns. That is what's going to work for Coca-Cola. Now, for a small brand, mm. and I'm talking about brands that don't have a lot of staff members. For an example, a musician can have an, a manager, a producer, the record label. So there's about five people that rely on one musician for their daily bread. Mm -hmm. And so if you're only going to be providing for five people, then social media might work for you. I've got examples. The first is Casper Nuvest. Okay. He's got a social media reach of over three million. Right. And we're in, using my model, it means his reach is 92,000. He had a joint venture with a lady by the name of Boiti mm. on social media. Mm. And that would double that 92,000 to about 180,000 reach. And he was able to reach and, and fill up the dome without any traditional media. Now, you would see that if it's 180,000, then perhaps 10% of those are based in Joburg. So another 2,000 preps um, drove into the dome. But so the 18, got, they 000. got the 20,000 people there. And yeah. so they got the 20,000 people there. Now, what sells? A lot of people don't understand how does a product sell. A product sells because it's available. It's as simple as that. It's all about availability and knowing that it is still available, keeping it in your mind, but it has to be on the shelves. So if we're talking about, for an example, that uh, more fire, energy drink. Mm, mm, if you mm. could see all the publicity it got, it probably surpassed Red Bull. But when it comes to sales, right. it doesn't even have 1% of the market okay, share. Okay, so that's a good, I mean, that's actually a particularly good example because I think for most people, the, the more fire brand, uh, the awareness of it, I don't drink it. Yeah. I'm very, very aware of it. Absolutely. But have I been tempted to buy it? Actually, no. Because no. it's not <laughs> it's available. I've been liking them, but that, that's the truth. So Absolutely. you're saying it because it's not available? Because it's not available. Brands are struggling for space on shelves. And so you use social media as a launching pad. So I use social media personally to test out some of my products. Example, I tested out some chapters in my book. So I know that I use social media for market research. But my book is not going to sell 10,000 copies even though I do have 55,000 followers on social media. So it doesn't always imply that. Yeah. It's not going to sell on social media. It's going to sell once it's available at exclusive books, when you sh see it on the shelves. And you have but let's turn flipped around. I mean, I, I like the point that you're saying things only sell when they're available. That explains the Krispy Kreme marketing campaign. They spent half a million rands, because I spoke to the yeah. CEO here, before the launch, simply to give. Their, their donuts from the Rosebank store, which opened a few months ago, in the hands of school children and office blocks around Rosebank. So this is a week before launch. They just 
gave it to every individual yeah. and said, here's your free donuts, one mm. whole box. So by the time the launch came up, all these people were taking it home and saying, we've actually got the stuff and therefore the long queue still continue, right? So, so that's a good example. They spent half a million rands. Mm. Not on something traditional or social media at all. Uh, maybe classic, uh, what's it, uh, when I say traditional, we're almost talking about like how, how you, how you do it with, with your, with, with your custom in terms yeah. of looking after your neighborhood media. That may be mm-hmm. another better word. So, so what can we learn from that then? I think that is all about, um, it's not necessarily market seg- segmentation, but he knew his target audience and where they're based. And he went to where they're based and he sold the product there. And so selling the product and giving it away is in your marketing spend. You're not really losing anything because you're investing in creating awareness about your product and making people available and making people aware of where it is available. And so that is, it's, it's as simple as that. So if you have um, a product which will only be available in a particular township um, at perhaps let's talk about Mabonya Mall and you've got clothing that you're selling there, well, it doesn't make sense to go to Rosebank and go and do uh, an activation there. That's a good point. It does make sense to go around Soweto. Okay. But, but I like your example about things to sell, they must be in hand. Now, if that's the case, how does that answer, however, that question about what works best, social media or traditional? Because traditional media is still marketing and advertising, and it says buy the brand. If you still can't get brand in hand, then all those fancy adverts we talk about still won't work. Yeah, so social media is a a platform to build relationships. When you put out an advertisement, the relationship between that and social media is different. On an advertisement, it's a very clear call to action to say that this product is now available at these stores. Go and buy them for this price. Or just to say that this is what our brand stands for. And this is how we are delivering for our consumers. But on social media, you're actually getting feedback. So if you are a Vodacom or an MTN or a Celsius and you're on social media, what you're trying to do is to increase accessibility to your brand. So because people are on social media, mm-hmm. you're making it more convenient for them to get answers to some of their questions. Now, for a government organization, they have to be on social media mm-hmm. because a large segment of the young population spends a lot of time on social media on a daily basis. But to think that you're going to get a million votes using social media is a fantasy. You look at, let's talk about the EFF and the, the way they were able to fill up the Orlando Stadium. Mm, mm, mm. I saw approximately 10 tweets coming from the EFF. They did <laughs> not <laughs> fill up the Orlando Stadium using um, social media. And they didn't use traditional media. What they did is they went on the ground and they did guerrilla marketing and they spoke to their branches to bus people into the stadium. It's as simple that, as that. That's as traditional as you can be. That, but, that's real tradition. But yeah. now that yeah. was, was, was now used as a launching pad to get into traditional media. And that was also used um, as an advertising uh, medium on social media. Okay, so interesting. I, mean, I, I put together a, uh, a tweet poll yesterday regarding the same question, traditional media versus uh, social media, what works best, and, and in fact, people can, can vote even now. Uh, yeah. Let me, in fact, find it. Now, the, the answers are interesting, because the vote continues, so if you go to my tweet poll from yesterday, you'll find it. So, the answer is 73% believe 
73% social media works better, <laughs> uh, 27% same traditional. Of course, I'm using a social media platform, and I must understand that bias that, that comes through right now. Yeah. People, from your side, you can still vote. Uh, find it on my timeline, and then tweet as well if you wish to comment on, you know, just tweet using hashtag media show. Now, if we follow what you say, you're in the industry, you should know better than people mm. just arbitrarily doing that. What should then we be doing? Should we then rewrite our perceptions? I think that poll that you just mentioned, the results are laughable, in my opinion. Um, and it shows how we live in silos in our own worlds. And we've created our own reality. Um, because when something is hot on social media, you get an emotional response to that. But then you go to the petrol attendant. He has no clue what you're talking about. And so let's, let's go back to Sasko bread. In South Africa... There are 3.2 billion loaves of bread which are um, produced every year. And that means that there's 62 loaves of bread consumed per person. Now, Sasko has 248 followers on Twitter. Okay, so goodbye. But then they produce, they're producing over 170 million loaves of bread. Is it, is it not then that Sasko's got so few followers... Uh, and therefore, social media doesn't quite work for them because they actually don't know how. They're not speaking to the right people. Maybe they spoke to True. you or somebody else. They would they would then equip themselves True. well enough to be able to use it properly. So it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means they're not using it properly. Absolutely. It shows that they're not using it properly. They haven't put together a solid strategy, and that's why they're not growing as much as they should. I mean, Sasko should have at least 100,000 followers on social media easily. Um, but it's not something that's quite too... Um, uh, entertaining. A lot of people don't want to follow a bread product on social media, but it depends on how exciting you make it and how you connect with your audience. But in my opinion, you have to use social media to build relationships. And it works for small businesses, corporate social investment, and for launching your brands. But it does not work if you are a multinational or a nationwide brand and you're looking to now increase your market share by 10%. It's not going to happen on social media. If you're, if, you're, if you're a big sell, especially when you have established brands, if their narrative on social media is all about buy, buy from us, buy, is that correct? That's when it doesn't work because people perceive that they, why would these guys need to sell me stuff when they know I buy from them every single day? That's the biggest mistake you could make on Isn't social it? media. Going onto social media and saying, these are our products and services, come and buy. It's not going to work. However, it does work with uh, Woolworths on Instagram. That's all they do. All they do is talk about all the products that they that they have, all the merchandise that they're selling, all the food that they have at their, some of their So why, why is it working for Woolworths on Instagram specifically? Because it's a visual medium, and Woolworths is selling some great, great products. They're getting really good pictures, and I think a lot of people are really into fashion and food, and so it's that kind of a brand. But if you're a Coca-Cola, how many different pictures of Coke can you have? On Instagram. Oh, good point. There's, a, there's an SMS from Steph saying, Ashraf, I'm rushing to the church, but your guest is, as always, is fascinating. I think a product to sell needs both, that is, advertising medium and availability. Let us know whether you're going to get to church on time or not, whether you're going to stick around with us. There's a couple more comments I'll pick up via, via social media of all places that I, uh, Elmarie, uh, rather El Reef is a tweeting, uh, and, and that's great. 
quote tweeting. And as I've said, if you quote t- tweet accurately uh, using hashtag media show and you tweet to me, I will certainly retweet it as well. There's some other comments. Hanley Boyson saying, in terms of political influence, what about Donald Trump's success on social media? Interesting point. If, in, in fact, it is built on social media or traditional media. Um, in Thai, Norman Mampani says, we use social media not as an end, but a boost to communicating with members. Yes. And... It's powerful. Okay, uh, Donald Trump, do you agree that it was built on social media? I disagree, actually. He was built on, on media. I mean, his, 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 his whole, I mean, he's a business person, yes. right? And then his media profile in terms of uh, The Apprentice gave him that platform already well ahead of other politicians, isn't it? So I agree to say built on traditional media would be wrong. I agree 100%. Without the apprentice building his brand, he wasn't going to have all those followers. Yeah, he'd just be another politician trying his best. And I think he uses social media as a tool to build momentum. But then the media has played 90% of the role. All he's doing is finishing off what they started. Um, and, and I think another thing that's very interesting about social media is that as much as you may not be able to sell 100,000 copies of, of, of your album in South Africa, or for anybody in the U.S. to go and sell um, over 5 million copies of their albums, or to sell a lot of their fast-mover consumer goods, but it is a great platform to show people your paradigm, to show people your space, and to teach them about your programs, because then they can take that and share it with their audience. It's a great platform for you to change perceptions. So for me, social media is more of a PR um, medium than it is of a traditional advertising medium, and I think it works brilliantly. In is that, is that the key point? Social media is more PR than than above the line. If you're using social media like above the line, then you've got it wrong. Absolutely. And the, the, I think the underlying issue is that social media, when you look at it, I think your, your, your frame of mind needs to see social media um, as a platform where you build the basis of your brand, but it's not the actual house of your brand. There's, there's further comments. And Linda Barron saying, with every word I am learning making such Sense, super show. Good choice that you've listened in, uh, Linda, and thanks for commenting on social media, just making that point. Uh, Unati Kwaza saying, as someone in sales, I'm fully aware that having a good social media presence won't result in sales, must still go out there. And there's a, yeah. there's a whole lot more as well. Do continue tweeting. Well, what about, okay, so if we, if we agree on, with what you say, your business is more PR than, than, traditional advertising, than above the line advertising, mm-hmm. more below the line than above. So does that mean that you stand to lose as a business because of social media, because people can do their own thing on social media, they don't need you, or does that actually mean there's more business for you because they need further expertise uh, to, pick, to, to basically pick on the gems that you just dished out this morning? It's the second one, and, and, and I think um, it's, it's great for smaller companies like us. Because um, the bigger companies, multinational, will tell you that they've had 50 years' experience in the industry, of which perhaps you only graduated 10 years ago. So you're not going to be able to compete with the structure that they have in place and the networks that they've formulated. But with social media, you can't tell me about 50 years' experience because I'll tell you that from the beginning of Facebook, I was there. And these are the campaigns that I ran. And in fact, some of your multinationals will never be able to compete with us. But then I'll go back to my argument, is that we as an agency are one of the top three most followed in South Africa. But when it comes As to social media, yeah, okay, right. But when it comes to market share, we don't even have one percent of the market share. So your high, you have a higher social media presence, yeah, 
and, and it far outweighs your, 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 your revenue. Our market share. And you would love to change that. We would love to change that, but it does show you that social media is not enough. You do need to do your traditional media advertising. You do need to do your, your networking and build your networks. And your brand needs to be out there on billboards, in the newspapers. But isn't the pro- that's the problem. That's the, traditional media is, and, and I'm looking at specifically above the line, it's going to cost you so much more money, isn't it? Whereas social media, the, the postings are for free, and if you get some expertise, it's, it's rather inexpensive. Am I, am I being naive there? No. Social media is one of the most affordable platforms, and I think that it is good for businesses. I mean, if you're a plumber, it's great for you. Um, if you are a sole proprietor, I think it's brilliant for you. And a small business like Ditejo Media, it's brilliant for us. But it's not really too brilliant for big multinationals in terms of driving sales. But it will be brilliant for you in terms of building and sustaining a really good reputation. Let, let's wrap up then by, by looking at the, the reality. In terms of ad spend in our country, I don't know if you have any figures with you, but that, that's the trend suggest that more money is still residing in traditional media versus social media? I mean, I would think that would be obvious, but, but is the trend still there or is the trend moving away to social media? Keeping in mind that point you made about Instagram, which ironically yeah. is of all the, the different social media platforms, it's delivering the best, that is delivering the best yeah. brand. You know, Instagram versus Facebook versus Twitter. Is that correct? It is correct. I'm seeing a lot of brands pivoting it. And if it was a percentage, it wouldn't go beyond 10%. Um, pivoting towards social media and really budgeting for it. And if you look at how many brands are on Facebook and Twitter, you're looking at 87% of brands that are on Facebook and Twitter. And those who are not on are planning to get onto Twitter and to Facebook. But I think a platform that people are not seeing, that's going to make a huge impact is YouTube. YouTube has more subscribers in South Africa than Twitter has subscribers. So they've got 7.2 million. Twitter has 6.6 million. The biggest fish in the ocean is Facebook, 11.8 million Mm -hmm. and growing rapidly on a daily basis. And I think, but unfortunately, you're not going to reach 11.8 million, but that is the pool that you have to play with. And I think moving forward, Brands should be on social media. That's my, my, my opinion. Okay, and, and your last comment on that social media versus traditional, what then should brands be doing right now? Someone listening, big brand, small brand, doesn't matter what, what should they be doing right now? Use social media to support your launches, to push your CSI um, projects, but not to develop your market share in your industry. That is what traditional media is for. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. Great chatting to you, uh, By the way, I'm going to ask you uh, to maybe tweet using social media five or six, <laughs> maybe even ten big takeouts as to our discussion okay. uh, with that hashtag media shows. I can share that to listeners as well because I'm gems that I may have missed as well. Okay. And I want to uh, and, and, uh, amplify that well after the show. There you are. Dezeko Media is the, the company. Tebocho is the owner, the founder of it. Fascinating thoughts on that issue.